my gosh, it is happening! Action Civil War! Hi, hello, I'm Alex Fat Part of Called Action Crew, and we're going to see some awesome debates here today between two awesome managers within, well, actually, scratch that, not managers, they are within, you know, the Action Army as generals, actually. What's up, my dude? What's up, Adam? Hey, how's it going? I feel like it's been a million years since I've seen you. I mean, look at you wearing a ball cap and you're wearing plaid. Who, who, who are you? Where's your, where's your t-shirts? Oh, they're all uh, they're all drying from uh, from I uh, just did the laundry, so I'm sorry. None of these are ready to be worn yet for uh, for my appearances. So I actually ended up uh, being kind of classy today. Sorry. Oh gosh, that man, this just makes me so sad. And after I lost my last Star Wars match, I burned the solo shirt that I usually wear. So there you go. You know what? Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, speaking of Han Solo, Han Solo match, Adam Witt, I mean, you were actually part of the Star Wars tournament, uh, obviously, very recently that just finished wrapping up last week. However, we're going to be diving into several debates today that are going to be really dissecting some of our favorite questions. We are going to be, we asked, you and I like kind of talked about on Facebook just the other day, and we were like, well, let's get these guys to talk about that instead. I don't want to that much? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very good at being judgmental about people's opinions on Star Wars and uh, uh, things about Star Wars, so that's good. Well, you are a you know YouTube personality and beyond. So if you weren't judgmental, I would be kind of disappointed if you weren't if you weren't judgmental. <laughs> yeah, luckily, luckily I can brand that now. That's my brand. Whatever I do now is my brand. It's like eh, yeah. it's a little this way or that way. I'm like that's my brand. Exactly, it's all about <laughs> the brand for sure. All right. Well, speaking of the brand, PLD himself, he is sitting at O and O technically. You know, so he is a brand to protect as you know the big Star Wars do when it comes to the action army let's go ahead and welcome him in officially paul uh denuzio hey hey what's going on everybody how's it going paul it's going very well how about you sir uh, settle a bet is it denuzio or denuzo that's just a long-term thing it is denuzio it is spelled denuzo but oh okay gotcha. but uh, but obviously the the pronunciation the, the z about, has the z does a lot more in the you, uh, in you the say the z you say the z <laughs> you know <laughs> Casually say Denuzio. You have to be like Denuzio. Ha ha. Had your hand in there a little bit. My grandfather always had to do. You have to have the hand in there. So I had the hand in there. But funny enough, you also found out you're not actually Italian. Which is the funniest thing in the world. I'm adopted. I'm adopted. And for 43 years, I was told I was an Italian boy. And I did one of those ancestry things. It turns out I'm Irish. Welcome to the club. As a McFarland, welcome. It makes sense. You have to switch all your holidays that you over-celebrate at that point, right? <laughs> it did. My love of Jameson suddenly made sense. So mm -hmm. there you, go. You, can't, you can't have any lasagna. You can't eat pizza anymore. You're done for it. Let's uh, go eat some uh, taters and uh, bangers, you know. That's way to go. go crazy. Let's not go crazy. <laughs> Just saying. You're either Irish or you're not, so you got to figure it out. All right. Well, over to our next competitor. He is also a part of the Action Army. He's never officially debated with us before, but he is no stranger to not only debating uh, when it comes to, you know, the Action Army and the generals, uh, generals debate, but he's also a winner of such debates as well. So welcome him in. It is the director, Mr. Alan Smith. Hey, be quiet over there. I'm busy. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Call to action. <laughs> Love to see him. Love to see it. AKA the director. 
So many great movies, by the way. So many great movies. <laughs> Hollywood production slow right now, so there's not a lot of crappy movies for me to make. But, you know, <laughs> I'm ready for the next one. But you can take the credit for others. That's the great oh, thing yeah. about being you. You don't necessarily oh, yeah. have to. If you can just say, no, that was mine. I actually do direct these movies, though. Uh, I, I directed Bloodsucking Pharaohs from Pittsburgh. You know, they didn't want to finish it. They bring me in. I finish it and edit it. You know, that's the secret. Well, editors are like low key, like one of the most important people from when it comes to any movie production. Oh, sure. <laughs> That's so true. Now, I just realized I'm the only one without a ball cap, so I'm going to change that. <laughs> All right. It's ball cap day. It is. I like there it. There you go. First 400 kids get a ball cap. Ball cap season. I've got my, my alien ball cap. I was going to say, was that the Nostromo logo? See, so I can That's recognize right. that. Woo! Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah. Pretty far away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of uh, people in the chat, so thank you so much for hanging out with us. If you're not familiar with what we do over here at Call to Action, please give us a uh, just like this video. Give us a comment. We really appreciate it. Just go ahead and subscribe. We definitely try to do cool stuff over here. Um, but let just let you know what Schmo Bates is. Schmo Bates is Schmo.de, the debate show that I host every single Wednesday at 9.30 Central, 7.30 Pacific, where we dive into Schmodown's best questions. I really really need answers too and i invite two competitors to really come on and so we can watch them debate to the death to the blood of all things schmo down um but this match is going to be specifically uh, going to be geared towards a star wars tournament hence adam you've uh, you are a part of it and so i'm excited to see your perspective on some of these arguments today now you also i'm excited to have perspective yeah. I don't oh. always have that in a lot of things. Sometimes it's just a blowhard, but here I've got perspective. You have the perspective, the best perspective. Let's be honest. Okay, so let's just go ahead and dive into it. Like I mentioned, um what? Excuse moi. I don't know. <laughs> <all old>. No, <laughs> you're making us younger. That's what he's saying. We're all the old guys. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. you're blowing the curve. I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's not really far off. You know? We're old men, and you're you're the young one here. That's what he's trying to say. You're bringing the average. You're blowing the curve. Down, so. <laughs> all right. Well, um, no, no. I, I guess that I guess that's good. Um, okay, sure. Let's run with that. Okay, so um, I, I thank you, Jake, for letting me know about those questions that I mentioned. I will get those uh, those links uh, over to you ASAP. Now, like I mentioned, if you're not familiar with Schmobates, uh, what we really do, like I mentioned, it's all about debating, all that fun stuff. But today is all about uh, the Star Wars tournament questions. And we have three questions. We're going to be watching Paul and Alan argue and debate today. So we're going to be starting with one minute for the opening statement of peace, followed by four minutes of open debate and one minute of closing debates as well. We will be start, uh, started with Paul, the PLD over here for the first question. For the second question, we'll be starting with Alan. And for the third and final question, we'll be using this beautiful little coin here to determine who is going to go first. Now, we just chat already, and Alan is going to be taking the boom side, and Paul's going to be taking right. the anniversary side as well. All right. Everyone, are y'all ready? Let's do this thing. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. All right. So Star Wars, baby. Yeah. <laughs> my, I'm about to say my favorite Star Wars movie is actually the one directed by Kevin Smith. So, all right. Uh, let's go. Ahead. Um, Adam, please do the honors of reading the question for the first one. Gentlemen, what do you think was the most important challenge in the Star Wars tournament? 
there's a whole bunch of uh, challenges to pick from. So excited and, to one could argue that challenges changed uh, for forever at <laughs> mid tournament. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not even kidding. Okay, uh, you have one minute a piece. Uh, like I mentioned, we started with Paul. You have one minute starting now. Well, let's face it. This was the tournament of challenges that got more and more progressively challenged throughout the entire tournament. But the key word in that question is important. And I chose Andrew Dimalana versus Joseph Scrimshaw, the sudden death one, because that is the only one that actually made sense as far as turning the tide in the match. All the other challenges were fun. They were silly. They were engaging. They brought up controversy. But none of them really changed the outcome of the match. At the end of the day, this challenge won Andrew Dimalana the match. The other ones, eh, they're fun. I'm going to use my time right there. That's all I need to say. Oh, confidence. Oh, healing. Nice. Your Never run for office. <laughs> <laughs> or is that like the perfect response to running for office? Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, moving on to you, Alan. You also have one minute to let us know your pick for most important challenge of the tournament. Starting now. All right, I picked the Cavedo versus uh, Cabrera match and the Key Mundi challenge. The Key Mundi challenge is important because ultimately they reversed the challenge after the actual match occurred. It might not have affected the outcome of that match, but it did affect the point value for the faction. Okay, they changed a knockout to a technical knockout, and they got an extra point, I believe, for the uh, uh, faction. And ultimately, it's also important because they've literally edited the challenge out of the match because of the fact that they reversed it later. They've they've re-edited. So the key Mundi question is the last uh, question in the match. Now, in the original match, the challenge happened. Key Mundi was upheld, and they went on to two more questions. Ace still won ultimately, but they've deleted that, and and Twitch doesn't keep those things up. So the YouTube version of the match will always be the way it is without the challenge. Oh, I still got five seconds. And I'm right, PLD, whether you like it or not. <laughs> ah, okay. Always have your catchphrase ready. <laughs> well, you know, okay. I, I love that confidence on both ends. Now, obviously, when it comes to the Star Wars tournament in particular, it's – talked about nonstop, uh, especially now by like on set and backstage and everything, how important these challenges and these tournaments have been in this tournament in particular. So I'm excited to really see them really battle it out. Adam, what do you think about these picks initially? Uh, initially, I, you know what? I completely forgot. There's been so many other interesting challenges and I did end up in a Facebook conversation because I raised a challenge on a, a, Different question, not in the Star Wars tournament, but a Star Wars question from Intergeekdom, just as a curiosity, not realizing it would start a, a whole uh, debate, but a great debate nonetheless. So I completely forgot about the sudden death one. So that that's actually, I'm like, oh yeah, that one started at all, because I wasn't even watching that one before my match. Uh, but the contrast between that and then what happened in my match was uh, very interesting to me. But that is uh, that is such a good point. That is, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of exciting. And I kind of forgot about the Key Moody one as well, and that that changed the uh, the standings. So th these are good points, actually. For sure. But what we're, Adam is trying to say as well is that you didn't pick him, so you both failed. So, <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, I guess, uh, you can't beat three challenges, huh? <laughs> ah, there you go. Okay, so you guys got four minutes to really kind of place your arguments and really kind of uh, pick, uh, pick each other apart and y'all in each other's arguments as well. You have four minutes, and I'll let you uh, give you the countdown. And starting right now. 
Okay. I'm sorry, but it's a great challenge. It's a unique challenge. Uh, it's definitely unique, I, but the word is not unique. It's not. It's important. And the point system, yeah, okay, so you got one more point. But at the end of the day, just the fact that you got edited out, it's not a deleted scene story. It's not about what we need to not see anymore. So it's so, it's so important, we don't even get to see what happened after the match because it changed it. But it's not – comparatively, you have a match that Dimilana is a perfect game. And if that challenge doesn't happen, it, it's the game. This match is still going at this point potentially. <laughs> Scrimshaw almost had a perfect game, too, and his answer was almost right. right. That's why they had to challenge. In reality, it's like watching two people that are equally good, and at the end of the day, you flip a coin. That's okay, but that's just like meh, a little difference. In this case, the overall standings of the entire faction competition is way more important than any one individual player. No, but the other day, though, you got Cavano. If, if, in terms of who faces that final match we have, we have Andrew DeMilana versus Ace Cabrera. Mm-hmm. It made a difference if it was Andrew DeMilana or if it was Joseph, or if it was Joseph Scrimshaw. If Cavano happened to do anything with it, then that wasn't going to do anything. Cavano was out of the term anyway. His challenge wasn't that important. He just messed it up, and Ace was hesitant to challenge. Didn't show much of an effort from him. He really had to be goaded and challenged. He even said, uh, I'll let it go. And then how do you push him to challenge by uh, by Christian almost? He said, oh, you want to do it? Uh, maybe I will. Shouldn't show me a killer instinct. These guys, Andrew DeMolata, knew what he wanted to do. As soon as he said, saw that Luke versus Luke's hand, he's like, no. I mean, Luke versus Luke's uh, hatred, rather. We knew right away, this is it. This is my chance to do it. I'm going to put that tournament down because I'm going to win this match right here, right now. And that's why it's the most important one. But at the same time, uh, we don't want to make up fake characters in the Star Wars universe that don't exist, like Ki Mundi. And that enraged the fans. The chat board lit up, and people were like, what? Now, I think in the challenge you brought up, it was a great moment, and people were excited to see that final result. But it didn't really cause controversy, and uh, it didn't really cause a lot of discussion after. It doesn't matter, but the controversy is not important. Controversy is fun. It's not the most controversial challenge. It's the most important. If Scrimshaw faces Ace, do we have a different outcome in the in the finals of the matches? A different outcome if Scrimshaw faces Ace rather than an Andrew? I, I, I don't. I don't believe so. There's a lot of potential there. We don't know, but I know that Josh Cavada wasn't going to beat. Wasn't going to be Andrew Demolana or Ace Cabrera in the finals the way they they played. Joseph Cavado didn't have enough knowledge at that point. Didn't have the right. I mean, knowledge, yes, but not quite mm. in that gameplay, not at that hierarchy level. Now, it's it basically if you take two people and you give them a set of questions and they answer the same questions right, does that mean they're the same person? No. I think Dimolanta is a hardcore, like, rah, rager. He's got this deep I- intensity. And yeah. Grimshaw is a really great guy, and he's a comedian, and he's funny. But I'm not sure if he had the intensity that would have taken him all the way to the finals, like you're saying. So I disagree with that. And I think that it does, you know, it does make a difference um, in the final standings. But anyway. Um, well, the other final standings in that point, you have uh, there's the one point in the final standing, but that doesn't really matter overall as far as the tournament itself goes. That's you're talking this tournament standing, yeah. you're talking standings in, is, as far as the league goes. Tournament. That's we're looking because if you're looking for most important challenge in the tournament, it's about how it affects the tournament. That didn't affect the tournament at all. At all. I did affect though that that Christian Harloff got phone calls and Nerd Chronic had to re-edit the situation. I actually think at the end. I think at the end of that match, they left the challenge on the little uh, uh, icon, even though in the original match it was taken away because he used the challenge and it got overruled. But I don't know, PLD. We're not talking about how what Neurochronic has to do, what I'm talking about Christian has to do. We're talking about how it affects the tournament itself. And the tournament itself is about who goes on, who faces who in the final. 
time. That wraps up the first question. Debate. Woo. Okay. The- that was intense. <laughs> well, uh, by golly, I hope so. This is <laughs> What the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> Obviously. Um, okay. No, no. <laughs> That's how you win. That's how we win. Paul, if, you tell, if you tell me to calm the fuck down, I will kick you out of this. I'm series. saying I will. I win. And I'll just, and I'll just make you know, let's go, Alex. Let's no, go. I'll just make Adam, I'll just put Adam in Paul's place and he can start debating. We know he knows all the answers. That's true. Look, look, look. ready. This isn't about you guys. I, I think what we're overlooking right here is the fact that Alan just made a quantum physics argument, I believe, <laughs> about the fact that we are living in a literally a different reality because of the key moody question. <laughs> Right. <laughs> this is actually we're actually in the world of Avengers right now. Yeah. Wow. Like all, all as a result of that uh, that answer for sure. Those are really really great picks. Now there was uh, there was both yeah very great picks. Um, there was uh, there was conversation like you said there was uh, on Alan's focus was really talking about also stuff that went on behind the scenes but Paul was really quick to contradict that saying that it's like hey it, it honestly it doesn't really matter sure it impacted the game but it didn't at the same time because we're not living with it today um, however. Something I didn't really hear Paul give any kind of rebuttal for was the fan reaction. Like Alan said, the chat lit up. It went cray cray. People demanded answers. Okay, and I would really love to see her, see uh, Paul some, give some kind of back that up a little bit, a little bit more, and just to really kind of be able to you know counteract that a little bit. Now, um, Adam, what were some of your big takeaways? Did you did you notice anything in particular that you feel like needs to be filled in the gaps? Yeah, well, what's interesting here is that because both these picks are ones that just didn't occur to me for some reason, and, and it's it's cool because we've forgotten what happened early in the tournament. So I'm glad they picked these two. But what's interesting is they seem to be arguing off the the the, the one word they're taking away from this question is important. What is important? So uh, yeah. Alan is saying, of course, you know. No matter what what you say, what happens to Star Wars tournament? What matters for the teams and 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 a bunch of teams did jump up and and really threaten the Finstock Exchange uh, uh, from from this whole tournament. So the word important seems to be what's being debated. What is important? Whereas what Paul is saying is definitely what's important, like in that moment. Mm-hmm. And you know the, the and the Star Wars tournaments and those matches were such a ride, uh, particularly. Uh, 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 that one that was won in overtime. The, was that the only overtime Star Wars tournament or uh, match? I, no, I don't oh. think so. There was one yeah. other one. I think, yeah, it was one other one where it was like one point difference in the yeah. sudden death. Okay. But, but still, you know, I mean, that's obviously that's important in the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that seems to be what's being debated here, kind of. There's, a, there's two different versions of what's important to that match besides the win. Absolutely. Okay. Is there anything that you would love to be addressed in the closing statements to, in order to guarantee your vote? Um, yeah, perhaps, perhaps, uh, perhaps address uh, as a viewer in that moment that those happened, the effect on the audience would be an interesting thing to hear you guys talk about, because we are talking somewhat about comments and I know they were a lot cooler on the loop question uh or maybe they weren't but uh, but it seemed like they were a little cooler on that because i think that question was very obviously wrong uh so yeah yeah i mean explain in the moment 
What does it mean to the audience right there? Because these yeah. these matches were exciting, you know. It was, they, they, these were roller coaster matches. Absolutely, both these matches were hugely impactful. Not only as first round matches, but they were just really great matches overall. And I'm excited great. to ask me a follow up question here in a bit. Okay, so it sounds like overall we would really love for you to obviously focus on the impact of these matches for not only the competitors but also how the like oh, the fandom reaction, how it was in the chat room and beyond, which one in was time, actually right? in real time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which one was actually at the end of it more important to not only in this match, but beyond how it not, not scholarly looking back, but like at that moment, what, that moment. what happened? How can you justify that at that moment? That was it. That was, that was the most important challenge. No, most important. All right. So for the first question, again, we're going to be starting with Paul. You have 60 seconds to, uh, wrap it up and put on a bow and get everyone's votes in your favor. Just want to remind you, we also have a new rule here with Schmobates. You have 30 seconds of additional time to use or not use at your leisure as well. If 30 seconds of unter- uninter- uninterrupted time. Thank you. Sorry, that's a weird tongue twister word. Um, but you can use it uh, here later on, whatever you want to do. And you have one minute starting now. Well, it's kind of funny because we're going to get into my uh, the round three question already. If you start talking into some of this aspect, so I'll try to be brief. But the importance of the time, the in the moment action is here. You're looking at two competitors who are having perfect games throughout. They made a round one, made a round two, they made a round three. Here we are in the final round. This is the first time I believe in history that a match ends in sudden death on a challenge. We had to, t- had to take a break from it, go back to the screen. We didn't know what was going to happen. And instead of saying, well, we're going to rule the challenge right, Christian had to go instead right to add your winner because that's how interesting and important it was. It's the first time it's ever happened, I believe, and mark me if I'm wrong, but that's the first time it's ever happened. That right there makes it the most important challenge possibly in the history of Smodown. If it comes that kind of thing, it's, it's a unique first-time experience for that that happens to break out the end of the tournament. And fans at the time were very excited about it as well. Some people were very upset about it. That and for, They said that, you know, Luke's versus Luke's hatred. Luke's is just as close because Darth Vader's is Luke's hatred. That basically means that Luke is the only thing that can destroy him. So it's kind of the same. And time! That wraps up your closing statement for the first round question. Okay. And over to you, Alan. You also have 60 seconds to, again, get all the votes in your favor. And you have one minute starting now. Okay, even though uh, Demolanta and Scrimshaw played, quote, perfect games, or at least on one side, they're both lost to Cabrera ultimately in the tournament. So that isn't always the most important thing. In the moment Kimundi happened, I believe that that was the first live Schmodown match. Am I wrong? And, or I'm sorry, that isn't live in front of an audience, but the first live on the computer. And when people saw the challenge happen in of itself, they were wondering, like, how do challenges work on a live show? We don't have 10 minutes to wait that we can edit out later. So the whole audience was basically seeing kind of the mechanics of it. And I also think at the end of the day, I I understand Luke is not the right answer, but people get real upset when you, like, mess around with Star Wars names or get the wrong planet. We've had that one before, and that didn't go down very well. So, uh I, I understand that these are this is a tight argument here, but um, I'm just saying one is like a, a flip of a coin, and the other one created a, a and time, time. created an alternate timeline. I'll finish your sentence for you. I just want to I just want to make sure it's, it's I challenge challenge the judges that are influencing in that way. It's, it's, is it pronounced B spin? It's B spin, right? 
Baspin. It's B-spin. Oh, not respin. Wit, <laughs> Wit is actually in Baspin right now. He's one of the twin car flying pod people, right? <laughs> I feel like, I guess, not a system. He's a man. I just realized, like low key, both you and Adam are like low key twinning right now. <laughs> I, just realized, I just realized it between the hats, the, uh, the white beard. Yeah, you're right. We've uh... with the shirt. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> and I kind of love it. I really do. Now, um, okay. Now I don't know if you had a chance. Um, Realize I check it out in the in the thing in the description box below. But we're actually doing something a wee bit different as far as the voting process. Where instead of using Twitter to vote, we're actually going to be using this new website called Pollmaker. And so, in order to vote, you have to go over to that link. Let us know who you think should win. Now, I don't want you to vote Paul because you're like Paul's so cool, whatever. Or vote on Alan just because he has a dope looking hat, whatever. No, we want you to vote specifically, exclusively on these arguments today. And uh, now, uh, like I mentioned, also, Adam and I, you know, we're also here to not only be awesome and moderate and all that good stuff, but at the end of the day, you guys, the viewers, are the ones that are going to be the determining who's going to walk away with bragging weights, who's going to be walking away with the winner. So that's why I say it's really important to go vote. Definitely. Not only here, but in general. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, just saying. All right. Okay, so, all right, so we're gonna be moving over to the second question here in a few moments. All right, okay, Paul, Alan, you wanna take a breather? Do you wanna, you wanna grab a snack real quick before jumping into the second question? I, I leave that up to PLD, okay. I, I'm okay. I'm you okay? What I'm are you, Adam? How you I'm doing? warmed up, man, I'm warmed up. Mm -hmm. I did a couple push-ups before this, I'm ready to go. Woo. Let's do yeah. this. Yeah. I'm nuts. Let's talk some Star Wars. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that took me so off guard. <laughs> I'm nuts. I'm out of control. I can't handle Crazy. myself. I can't handle all this. Real wild Whoa, and crazy guys. Uh oh. I don't know why. Wow. Oh, God. I don't know why that got to me as much as it did. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Broken out. Uh, I don't know why. It just got me. It's Okay, so. Um, I've anything for a laugh. Just ask all of my grade school teachers. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Oh, man, that's crazy. Or also, alternatively, go and check out uh, Adam's, uh, sorry, Adam's uh, schmoby from a few months ago against Paul Preston. It was a delight. Thank An you for plugging that still. That, that, it was uh, so good. We watched part of that, and we're insane. It's pretty fun. <laughs> it was wonderful. I I didn't want it to end, but I knew we're human. We have to have it end at some point. Okay, we're going to be going into our second question. And Adam, please read the second question. Gentlemen, what, in your opinion, was the best Star Wars tournament promo by a competitor? Ooh. Okay. Now, a lot, lot of choice. A lot of choices. Absolutely. Now, I did want to, I did specify with the competitors as well that the, 
there are a million and one different options, uh, you know, directions you can go with. But I did limit it specifically to competitors uh, that did promos like by themselves. So I'm not talking about like faction ones. I'm not talking about ones made by Eric Rodriguez, aka Nerd Chronic, or ones that Kaiser really, on the back porch. Yeah, or Kaiser <laughs> on the back porch, or like Bobby Gucci or anything. I'm referring to the ones made exclusively by the competitors themselves. And there's definitely no shortage of options here. Okay. Yeah, yeah a lot so, of creative competitor. In oh, this, so uh, in the, in these matches, so so amazing. So amazing. We started with uh, Paul last time. We're gonna be going over to Alan this time around for this one. So you have one minute to let us know which one's the best. Which one takes the cake? One minute starting now. All right. Uh, promos are like movies. Some of them are very fancy and big budget and have lots of editing and effects. Others are very simple, maybe low budget. In my opinion, you often can do a lot more in the simple character world. Just talk a person, emoting, not anything fancy. So Laura Kelly basically just sat in front of the camera, and it was one shot of her, but she delivered the intensity, and she called out multiple people. Um, I think she said that uh, Sean would be licking popcorn butter off his sticky fingers (laughs) while he was watching... (laughs) a match where she was getting all the questions right. She blatantly pointed out that he missed two questions in his round one, and she's missed zero questions in her round ones. Um, she was, she's basically showing that she used to be this nice person that, you know, was nice. And then she joined corruption and they're basically turning her to the dark side. And I thought it was cool as hell. And I have five seconds. Uh, and again, if you don't agree with me, you're wrong. And time. <laughs> okay, so not gonna lie, I got way too excited watching that promo. I, I loved it. It was really great. Great, great pick overall. All right, so over to you, Paul. You two have one minute on the clock to really impress us with your pick as well in the opening statement. Starting now. Okay, well, I did love Adam Witt and Molly Damon's promo, but that's the funniest promo, but I wasn't allowed to pick that one, unfortunately. So I went with the other greatest promo, probably one of the greatest promos we've seen in years, Ken Knapsack. Now, this was a one when Ken Knapsack came back to playing for the Star Wars division. You talk about cinematic. You want to talk about promos or little movies. He created a whole new character right there in his backyard. Free with the R2-D2 breathing mask drinking out of the Darth Vader cup. It's the little things. It's the subtle things. It's the drinking through the mask. It's the talking to Wicket. It's the screaming at Wicket. It's the freeing up of ham salad of all people. <laughs> Bring back the Star Wars ham salad reference versus Han Solo. He gets into Christian. He gets into everybody. And then at the end, though, even though he's crazy and even though he's acting this lunatic style, he went into a very serious moment and said, you know, you thought you were going to go on. You, I'm an old man. I'm not fighting anymore but I'm here and you're going to have to face me to win your destiny. And it was just an old school professional wrestling promo like I've ever seen. And he's one of the best of all time. And time. Great opening statement. Mm. Absolutely. These are both wonderful picks. One go of the Laura Kelly going to the dark side and really bringing out her inner Vader, but also Knapsack. I mean, Snapsack. So I can't wait to hear you guys. I really chat about it now. Uh, Adam, obviously how do these compare more importantly how do you feel about them comparing to, you know, your promos and your amazing ones? Well, obviously, uh, Laura, it, it was a great turn to the dark side that she did. And we yeah. and, and she didn't really get to show off herself as a character prior to this because she was in some of the five ways and stuff. There's no promos and things for that. Yeah. So that was that was really cool. It's like she kind of like 
burst onto the scene in a way, uh, even though she's already been on the scene, but by, by doing that. And yes, Ken is such an old pro at that, that you're like, what is Ken going to do with this? How's he going to, how's he going to vary this up? How's he going to play all of the Kens that he has on his Ken keyboard, basically? (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, uh, and the corruption point is very good too, that she's very, very, within her faction uh, by, by doing that. Um, I, I felt that uh, neither of them were uh, nearly as clever as uh, Molly and I. I mean, uh, when you look at the idea of, you know, uh, many people have done the joke of handing something to someone or whatever. We know, we know that's pretty funny, but to take a moment from star Wars and actually imitate that moment in there, boy, that's, that's really clever, but we're not here to talk about that. We're not here to talk about that. We're not here to talk about a, a collaboration between uh, two uh, people who are competing together to create a greater work that can stay and stand and be known to people long after the match, you know, long after the results. Of the, but we're not here to talk about that. You know what? I, man, now I really want to talk about it. God darn it. Had a, ah, okay. We're going to go into four minutes of open debate uh, to really kind of chat about Laura Kelly's journey to the dark side as well as Ken Napsok going further into the dark side, I guess. So uh, let's hear it then. Okay, you guys got four minutes starting right now. Okay, Alan, again, the key word, best. You want to be most improved? Laura, definitely. She won her first promo. She was very timid, very else. She even said at one point she was scared to face Alex Damon, I believe it was. The Christian called it her confidence. Turn around, you said, wow, this is a great promo by Laura Kelly because she's shown some she's shown some more character, commitment to their corruption character. But still not there yet. You still don't have the pro that Ken Napsok is. I mean, he in, took in different little aspects, medicine and cinematic. You had the characterizations. You had the cut, little cut moments, little editing moments. They actually made a lot of effort, not just sitting there looking at a camera and talking. He actually got characters involved. He actually included Mark Riley in the laughing at the end. He went to town and make it because this is what he does. You know, he was not, he pretty much knew he wasn't going to win the Star Wars tournament, I think. He was pretty much knew that this was going to be a thing that he wasn't going to win, but he didn't get to give it his all anyway and made, what does he do best? He does the promos best at this point. That's why he's a manager now. You got to give him the credit. That's what he, he did what he did, does, and that's why it's the best one in the tournament by far. Um, well, let me put it this way. Um, in Ken's promo near the beginning, he literally says, he didn't want to be in the tournament. Yeah. And, and he made it better for it. slip that in at the beginning. Right. And I actually uh, made a Streamlab comment on one show recently, and I got to ask him. I got to say to him, like, I love your promo. I think it's great. You should make all the promos. And he was like, well, I got to tell you, uh, it wasn't really fake. I just didn't really want anyone. I don't want to go too far. But he basically said, like, he doesn't even want to be in this thing. Which makes it even more, and more, I got more that, better. Makes it even uh, better than he does because he, he didn't want to do it, and he still did. He still hit hit the ball to the park. It's like the aging veteran limping up to the plate, and guess what? Still cracked out the home run. Imagine if he actually wanted to do it. Well, hey, and I love Ken. He represents gray bearded people over forty like me. So he's he's one of the people I would have liked to have won. But yeah, I want to tell you, both of those got good responses. But I'm pretty Absolutely. sure that like the hype around the Ken promo is now not so hype. And the hype around Laura Kelly is that she has got a bright future and coming back. And I would never, I would never say she's timid. She was, you know, just a nicer person in the past before she went all full dark ray. You know what I mean? We're not talking about what's in the future, though. We're talking about the best one right now. Laura, maybe next year Laura will have the best one. Maybe Laura will get to the point where she's even as good as Ken. Who knows? I don't mean it's go to the future. But right now, the best in the game. It's like having the MVP of the baseball league and you have the rookie. The rookie does well, but you want the MVP coming up in the uh, World Series Game 7, and he gets a home run. And I'd like to say this, though, just for COVID-19 protection, 
if you have a mask on and it gets COVID on the outside and then you drink water through it, you got COVID. But anyway, that's just a comment, you know? Well, that's true. We're not talking about the most socially or uh, medically conscious promo again. We're talking very about true. Very yes. true. Promo indeed. And I mean, like the, I say, I think it's like the clerks. Uh, my pick is like the clerks of promos. And since Kevin Smith is coming into the Schmodown, like that movie is ingenious and it costs like very little low budget. It's the most low budget movie I've ever seen in the theater. And I love it, not because of how it looks or if it's fancily edited, but because of the content, because of the people, the script, and what they're saying. Laura had better content than Ken because that's what you're trying to argue. Like I said, Ken's content to me was, I don't really want to be in this thing right now. And I'm kind of thinking about it, spitballing. Laura had a and confidence that, and she knows that. exactly what she wants. And she's probably going to get it. And but he used that part. to the end because at the end, he did say at the beginning he didn't want to. But by the end, he was all in. It was a, it was a building. It was an arc of a character, an arc of a, of a promo. By the beginning, he felt like, I didn't want to do this. But at the end, he was very serious. He was like, you know what? You're not going to come over. You're going to be facing uh, me. You're going to be scared. You're facing me. You're looking on your side. You're seeing Ken Napsock. And that actually made me scared a little bit. I actually started predicting. I initially picked Ace to beat him. And after that promo, I was like, I got the game. <laughs> I think Ken might actually have some, uh, some hot spot left in him. He kidnapped Wicket, and he's keeping Wicket hostage in his house. <laughs> Wicket is a net great addition to the promo. Thanks for bringing him up again. <laughs> he screams right. at Wicket. <laughs> and time! That wraps up our open debate for our second round question. <laughs> right. Okay, so um, that was, okay, I really loved uh, there were several different things I really enjoyed about it. Both you guys really talked about visualization, the hype that went into his characters, and like this idea of, you know, kind of comparing it to sports like baseball and all that good stuff. You know, I felt like it was really great. Um, I didn't, what I do really want to hear from you is, with something I haven't really heard you guys either really mentioned all that much is the hype surrounding these promos. How do people not, you kind of, you, Alan, I know you mentioned it briefly, um, but really what was the fan, fan reaction? How did the, how did everyone react on the social media, uh, on the social medias? Um, how did people inter uh, interact with them from then on? What was their reaction? Not only to that itself, but also the character development. So um, I'm kind of curious to kind of hear some kind of follow up to that since I didn't really hear that addressed all that much. Adam, what did you think? Well, I, I think uh, Paul keyed in on it there. Uh, a good thing is that we are talking best. So, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, that that's a good point from the, the reactions. And it is interesting that after even after all the tournaments were over, when you looked in the, the comments, people were still talking about Laura, which I thought was interesting. And, and, and Ken, uh, definitely a home run from a veteran hitter. Uh, uh, is an interesting point, but let's just go to best. I'm interested in what was the best in, in just that promo. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah. When it comes down to it, we want to know why it was the best. These are obviously two fantastic promos. I've seen multiple, multiple times. One of them a little bit more so than the other. I'm not going to lie, um, but I won't let you know which one. <laughs> so some of them are really rewatchable. Some of those promos, some of those promos, you can just watch over and over because, you know, because they were well thought out and written. You know, some of them are really written and a really good collaboration between the people. But I, we're not here to talk about that. Let's continue. Yeah. <laughs> but like, like you mentioned, not only reaction, but how it fit 
into the match as, as well. And I feel like that is very much needed in order to make a great promo. You need to have the match to really back it up as well. Okay, so we are going to be going into our closing statements. And like I said, uh, from last time we went into, we started with Paul. Uh, this time we're going to be starting with Alan. So we're going to be starting with you for the closing statements as well. Please address some of the things we wanted you to talk about, but also uh, feel free to address any any gaps in, in Paul's pick or whatever it may be, and to really solidify everyone to vote in your favor. We're gonna be, you have one minute on the clock, starting now. Okay, a good promo is about hyping, you're gonna win and getting in the other player's head. Um, Ken Knapsack didn't even mention any specific opponent. He isn't talking directly to anyone, so it's not really psyching anyone out. However, Laura Kelly directed all of her intensity at Sean Sullivan. She called him out multiple times. And I hate to say this, but she even ripped on one of you guys. And I won't say which one in her promo. Ah, Adam doesn't remember. She How dare me. she? she <laughs> oh, I remember. Oh, yeah. So anyway. Oh, I remember um, everything. <laughs> and the reaction you get from that kind of thing. I mean, I like Ken's was fun and interesting. But the hype towards who's going to win. And this is a contest of champions and okay. she called out her opponent and people if you want reaction i can't tell you the exact quotes that were in the chat but uh, uh harloff said he was locking his doors at night after seeing that promo <laughs> and time that was fantastic okay all right bringing harloff into yeah, it I good close. yeah good closing statement there all right. Okay, so we're going to be moving over to Paul. You also have 60 seconds on the clock to really wrap it up and put a nice bow on it and secure some votes in your favor as well. You also have 60 seconds on the clock starting now. Well, it seems like a lot of the argument has to be with the match. You're putting the promos with the match. To me, uh, as far as like going, you can't – Laura Kelly won her match. Ken didn't, and that's a different story. But you're not talking about the promo. We're not talking about the, the best match. Ken wasn't going to win this tournament. This is known. And yet he still put on the best promo that got everybody excited about the tournament. I'm saying this is true. It's true. I love Ken to death. But anyway, it's big. But he had the promo that got every, the whole thing started. He's, the matches weren't even set yet. He was traded and came over, and he put the whole Star Wars tournament on notice. And as a, you want to talk about comments in the, in the thread? Promo of the year. Promo of the year. Oh, my God. I'm laughing my ass off. This is the greatest can I've ever seen. I looked at these those comments today. There was more comments on this pro promo than on any other promos I've seen put on the YouTube by, by Karloff as far as promos for the Star Wars universe goes. Laura was well-received because she won the match. But because if she had lost this match, let's put them in the same boat. If Ken had won his match and went all the way and Laura had lost, you can talk about this promo even more. Because of recency bias, you're going towards Laura. But the best promo itself is the one that began the whole thing and is the most professional-looking and had a great time. Woo! You guys are good at this. It's almost like a back and forth, playing one side off the other. <laughs> to be fair, I think we both wanted to strike your promo with. I love that. That's in my head the whole time. Is that there's a big parenthesis before both of you speak, which says, "Given that I can't choose Adam and Molly, <laughs> here's my thoughts." <laughs> I actually debated with Alex in the chat. Like, well, can we? Can we? I know that was your arm, Wit. You drove all the way to uh, wherever they live in Atlanta. So, I mean, you could put your arm up there and then came back. Hey, I I put it all in. I put it all in for those promos, you know, for Star Wars. It's science. That's the way it is. Science. Absolutely. You Um, can't explain it. It's science. It's science. 
There you go. <laughs> okay. Well, you guys heard it over here. Um, I please encourage you to go over and vote. Let us know what you think. Again, you we do not want you to vote uh, based on personal biases. We want you to vote specifically, exclusively on these arguments today. Click on those. Uh, click on that link and let us know who should walk away a winner. Now, and also thank you so much for everyone that voted on the first question. We are going to be moving on to the third and final question. Before we kind of dive into that, um, I do want to bring some people up from the chat, you know, real quickly. Um, you know, uh, just like Eric mentioning, Ken's promo was a spike and Laura's hype go uh, hype uh, kept going. Ooh, um, Laura is scary in the best way possible. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, but also, is Ken so Ken is Luke Skywalker, you know, and also more importantly, Shmominati confirmed. Oh. <laughs> that's been trending, right? That is that. Yes. Shmominati. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, uh, Roach Smith says, let's be clear, Adam is winning this round. <laughs> I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. Thank you. All right. <laughs> All right. I couldn't agree more. We're going to be moving on to our third and final round. And to me, this is my favorite question. Of the debate today, Adam. Uh, what do you think about the third question before we obviously, you know, mention it? Like, what do you think about it a little bit? What do I think about the third question? You know, mm -hmm. I, I, I uh, I've forgotten what it is by now. <laughs> Even better, the third question <laughs> is. Oh, oh yes. yes, yes. <laughs> I'll read the question. Mm -hmm. What Star Wars tournament match will be nominated for match of the year? I'd also make the argument that every single match in the Star Wars tournament could be nominated for best match of the year. Amazing, 100, right? One hundred percent. They're all amazing for so many different ways. And so uh, let's go ahead and hear it. You have your pick of the litter. So let's see which ones is going to win. All right. For the third and final question as well, just it to remind you, folks, anyway, it could go. This anywhere. could go anyway. Anywhere. And I know, uh, Adam, you don't know what uh, either picks are, so I'm excited to no. see your reaction. Okay. I, I, I'm pretty sure I, guess, I can guess which one did not get picked. <laughs> you both you picked that know, one. She wouldn't let us do it. You never know, my dude. Just saying. Okay, so, and also, you for the third and question, I do want to remind you guys, uh, both of you still have your uh, 30 second of um, 30 second of uninterrupted time to use, or not use, totally up to you. And also, we're going to de uh, determine who is going to start first by using this beautiful action coin. If you're not familiar Ooh. with this coin, uh, go check out the Action Army and be a patron of the uh, Action Industries as well. As Lucas and I are actually patrons and uh, at a certain tier and everything, you get a lot of amazing, amazing benefits. Do they have to accept that as real currency? <laughs> yes, uh, in, in and around the Action Army? Uh, base? very true. Yes, you, actually, you, you hand it in when you go to a live event and you're like entered into the club. <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah, exactly. Very true. Mine is coming they, in the mail, I hope. It is. Yeah. It'll be soon. Actually. Oh, right. Only the really important Action Army members get one. So, oh, oh my God, so sorry, you. so sorry, you're not important. Was, was that a, was that a big deal to you? I was going <laughs> being important. New... Was being a person of note important to you? Oh, it's so about sorry. being a bit. Okay, we're gonna be better going luck for... next time. Better luck yeah. next life. <laughs> Uh, where I do want to reconfirm, Alan, uh, you chose the boom side, obviously, mm -hmm. boom side, and Paul is going with the AMA fifth year anniversary. Okay. And <laughs> say hello to my boomstick. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
And it is the boom, boom. side. Therefore, Alan, would you like Thank to you. go first or defer? Well, since I have the better argument, I better let PLD go first. Wow. You want to do a promo before I you do this? I just started right now. I'm already going. No, I know. Would you like to do a promo before this whole thing? You're getting, you're getting going there, man. Bring it on. That's fired. All right, Paul, you heard the man. You're going to be starting first for our closing statement. Sorry, opening statement for our third and final question. I'm so curious um, what right. the answers are going to be, actually. <laughs> All right, you have one minute starting now. Okay, the one I picked, actually, I mentioned before, I'm going with Andrew DiMilano versus Joseph Scrimshaw because there have never been perfect games throughout the entire match. Round one, round two, round three, like heavyweights, blow versus blow. You have no idea what's going to happen. Who's going to blink first? We get to sudden death, and the first time you get to sudden death, we have a challenge on the first question, and that shows who Joseph Scrimshaw blinked first, barely by not putting – an apostrophe S and then running out the word hatred and that lost the match the whole time. But that's a heavyweight match is what you want to see. You want to see knowledge. And this guy's, these guys showed knowledge because they knew every question until then, even the end, even the one he got wrong, he knew the answer. Generally speaking, he just didn't quite write all of it out. Uh, but you also have great character. The showdown's about character and trivia. Star Wars okay. tournament hasn't had as much character as say in a lot of the other leagues. Barring someone like an Adam Witt, of course, <laughs> no presence included. But Joseph Scrimshaw has comedic style, also add to the match with a bunch of different things, and it's a great match. And time, great pick with awesome competitors for sure. Okay, and over to you, Alan. You also have one minute on the clock to let us know your answer as well for our uh, match of the year, potentially. All right, one minute starting now. All right, Dimalanta Cabrera is the greatest match of the year from the Star Wars tournament. It was the final match before the great uh, showdown between Alex Damon. Um, we saw Ace Cabrera, just a Cinderella story, continuing to win and win and win. And, uh, you know, it's almost like, do I want to watch a race where two people are just next to each other for like an hour and then one of them kind of sprints a little faster at the end? Eh, this match with uh, Dim Lanta and Cabrera had some ups and downs. Ace fell behind in round one. Ace was behind all four rounds. And I also like to say, since only a few seconds left, this round incorporated new uh, rounds. We had the betting round and the speed round. Your round did not have any of that extra excitement. And people were really jazzed about these new parts of the kill. And at the end of the day, looking at Dimalanta after he uh, didn't get that last question right, he was just like... And that was, to me, the most intense part of the Star Wars tournament. And time. Scrimshaw versus Demolanta. Scrim sorry, Demolanta versus Ace. What I'm hearing is Demolanta is the real winner. <laughs> Walking away. <laughs> hope he's watching. You, you might want to call and tell him that. I don't know how no, he's doing I mean, this. You You're the real winner. Don't forget. <laughs> but at the same time, he's... He puts on some of the best match. He's put on like the best matches. It sounds like you know, based on these arguments overall. Well, and he was all the talk going into it too, because it was his time, and it yeah. and it and and this is a these two are are a fascinating discussion about what you choose. Do you like speed skating or do you like hockey or do you know what 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 <laughs> these matches are are so different and and means very different things. You know, Absolutely. one is a perfect dive into the pool and the other is not, but is more exciting maybe. I don't know. It's, it's pretty interesting. 
Yeah. One, yeah, absolutely. Well, based on these uh, picks specifically, Scrimshaw versus Andrew, obviously it is, you know, I remember watching for the first time, I was on pins and needles and I don't even really care about Star Wars all that much. However, <laughs> I was like, I care now. That's what matters. It's kind of here or there. It's all good. I don't know, I don't know who puts together the brackets, but the uh, Demolanta Scrimshaw being a first round bracket, I know some people complain like, no, that should be finals. But yeah. man, that made that set an interesting tone. <laughs> because yeah. because if that were the final two, which I think everybody wanted, it's like I mean it just would have been well, hey, it hey, wouldn't have been as big a surprise, you know. Adam, my dude, my dude, you're giving you're feeding them in potential information that they can use in their argument. Oh. One is very Story, one is very I completely on forgot we hadn't we hadn't done the uh, <laughs> uh I'm I'm just getting excited to talk about Star Wars. Okay, well we're <clears> going into four minutes. New audience, pro or con. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Well, I just want to know, Adam. Okay, Adam. What match would have you picked personally? Uh, what match uh, besides these two? Because I don't want to advocate, right? Yeah, I uh, from these two. Yeah. Well, I have to say, you know, Demon Law to Scrimshaw, there is a perfection to that. And what was really fun about that day is there was another match after it, right? And so a lot of people really got into this sort of like, you know, that one just went through like a rocket. But the the match after it was like a wrestling match and had a lot of challenges. And that set a precedent for challenges for the rest of the match. And basically it became legendary for every challenge called after that. So that that's a pretty good match, too. I'll have to look up who that was. <laughs> yeah it's almost like you know really cool people are mark singer? i think it was mark singer versus uh uh um, that all of us have, <laughs> all of us have appeared on star wars live matches before i think that's true yeah that's true. Afterwards, yes, yes. Absolutely. and i was on that one i think the, <laughs> Okay, we're going to be going into four minutes of open debate. And just want to remind you guys, you do still have your 30 seconds of additional time remaining to use or not use at your disclosure. Um, and don't forget all the things I told you guys to stay in this. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. And like Adam is like the real one uh, here. Let's be honest, guys. Four minutes starting now. Adam said it best. It set the tone for the rest of the tournament. It was a perfect match by both. And not only did I have a perfect match skin in it, and you're right, I saw someone in the chat at some point say perfect match, Laura. A said a perfect match against Laura. Yeah, but the difference is perfect match one, two, three until the end, until the very last question, they were still both perfect. There wasn't some kind of back and forth. I like the back and forth, but come on. There's other great moments in this match as well. You had the non challenge by uh, Dimelon in the beginning where Joseph Scrimshaw answered red leader and uh, he almost wanted to challenge whether it was going to be red one or maybe the name of the pilot or something to that effect. And he didn't. He held back because he knew this was a slobber knocker of a match, so to speak. Yeah, Joseph Scrimshaw's humor throughout. Coy's management difficulties. He couldn't be on screen. And Joseph played it off well. He's like, I don't care about this. I'm going to do this despite this. And then you had Siri going off in round three. Scrimshaw calling a TC-14. There was a great character in the match. And he had this legendary one through the end, where at the end, it finally is over. You know, the Schmodown to me is a sport and also a movie trivia contest. Um, I'm a, I'm not as into watching like top level people. Like I like underdogs and I like to see people who may not start as being masters, but they eventually rise to the occasion. And that's what I think Ace Cabrera did here. Uh, How about starting or adventure tour like Dan DeMolana did? Well, that's true. That's an underdog. Oh, and two. Ace is a Jedi and Jedis don't believe in revenge though. You know what I mean? So... <laughs> Um, but also I love like, the return. Think about the faction here. <laughs> Everyone's talking about how Winston Marshall is going to be manager of the year. 
And he has been busting the drip drip and thrilling everyone watching these Schmodown matches. Uh, I love uh, Kate Mulligan. I met her on a Roka show once, and she's a great manager too. But at this point, having seen what Winston has done with Ace and the rest of the team and Swag. Yeah, managers? Who's the manager of the year? Bobby you brought up Corey, the manager, the the manager and I didn't think we were arguing manager. So, hey, I'm just busting that out. And yeah, I'm saying Bobby manager. manager of the year three, three times now. Twice now. Yeah. Well, it's boring. There's something different. <laughs> we need some new blood. We need some... Plus, Winston, like, rips his shirt off, runs around the room. Have you seen Badaguchi? He's got his shirt off the entire time. He's never worn he's, a shirt, I don't think. He's like Versace, and I'm like Louis Vuitton. We're, we're busting it out, you know? So, anyway. <laughs> you do what you but need I also to just feel like this was the final match. I mean, the next one is going to be the live tournament uh, in December. Well, there you go. The uh, final match. You had this the final has match. to retain us to that point. This has so to you already had the, the, the potential heavy match. This is a first-round match that everybody's saying rivals this match. So if you already have the potential having a championship match, then you already got it's already got the go-ahead. So now you have a match that's equal and it's not even as important per se. So what's what's a better match? The one that's that's not as important, but you get as equal of a match, or the one that's a championship match that you know it's gonna be great anyway, because it's a championship match. Well, I don't know. It would well, have been great if, like, somebody missed match. every question and they got TKO'd in the first round or something like that. And that's true. definitely not what happened. But definitely not happening here because he didn't miss any questions in mind until the very end. That's true. That's true. And yet, both of those players are no longer in the tournament. And Ace Cabrera won. <laughs> that is true. And Andrew Nolato made such a great show against Joseph Anning. He's got on title shot anyway. That's true. And to be fair, Dimolanta has the best backdrop of most of the people. Although, Wit, your backdrop is good too. You those clocks on the wall that are all like oh, from California, and they all say the same time. Yeah, that was classic stuff. But I mean, Dimolanta has that display case with the lighting and everything. <laughs> it both matches, so that doesn't really matter. That's nice vintage poster up there too. I am just romantic or whatever. But yeah, I just think uh, the final match was electric and uh, everything about that match. At the end of it, everyone was just like, yeah. They were both electric. There's no doubt about it. You're, I'm not going to argue that yours wasn't electric, but I'm saying which one's the better match? Which one's the one that's the manager of the year? The better match is the better trivia. And the better trivia, even if it's just by a little, has got to be the one where nobody answered a wrong question. It was the only Barely wrong at the end. Again, it's trivia challenge, and that's great. But I like watching people, like not just two people running in a line together, and then at the last second, there's a little sprint or character. Time that wraps up our final question. Open debate. We are going to be moving into our closing statements here in just a few moments. Before we do that, I'm going to be pulling some people from the chat real quickly. Um, you know, Gucci is part of the Shlomenati. Uh, I'm definitely seeing a, a here. Um, you know, Brent Rayner, my dude, Brent, Ben, what's up? I don't think we see the match of the year. So, mm. um, oh, that is going to be Ace versus Damon with Ace winning the belt. Wow. Hot coming in. Well, is that a hot take now that I think about it? I don't know. Um, <laughs> And whoever um, wins the tournament, Knapsack will rush him and tackle him to the ground. That's I hope so. I hope I feel so. bad for Andrew. He deserves it almost. Deserve, he deserves it just as much. Uh, I feel like that's. I don't want to say that's a controversial thing to say. Um, uh, but Santa, I don't. You know, you shouldn't get a belt just because you deserve it. He did amazing, and. But, These things are so decided by a micron slice of the yeah. uh, of the knife. It's crazy. He yeah. doesn't have a belt, but he has an X-wing, you know. So <laughs> he does have an X-wing. Whoever wins the belt is going against Di Milanta next, you know. <laughs> apparently so. 
He's not going to just walk away. <laughs> He's watching a movie right, right now. <laughs> As we're doing this, Steve Lata is watching Revenge of the Sith. I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were just blaming you for the Shmominati, by the way, PLD. You missed that comment. They're blaming you. They're blaming you for Shmominati. Uh, yeah. Maybe. You never know. You're, the you're, strings, not, you're not the Shmominati. I can yeah, either confirm or deny. Yeah, there's a lot of conversation about the Shmominati. Absolutely. What is it? Is it even a thing? I don't know. I'm sure we'll find out very soon. Okay, so we are going to be going in, before we go into our third and final closing statements, Adam. Yes. What's still here? Do you need to hear from these arguments? Because honestly, from what I'm hearing, both of them have made really solid arguments. I haven't heard too many yeah. arguments that haven't really been. Um, I haven't I got, heard. I got, I got one. Okay. Okay. The, the, one of the more, you know, when you're talking about a comparison to sports, one of my yeah. favorite moments, one of the greatest of all time, is when the 1980 American hockey team beat the Soviet Union, right? And the famous yeah. line from Al Michaels. Do you believe in miracles? And then, you know, uh, yes, and the goal, and they win. Uh, is Tell me how each of the matches you have chosen are worthy of someone screaming at that last moment, do you believe in miracles? <laughs> oh, yeah. We okay. want to hear. What was the best moment of also of these matches? What is the best that? moment and why is it more superior to the other person as well? Um, okay, we are going to be going into our final. Is there anything else you want to really want to see addressed in the closing statement before we finalize everything, Adam? Uh, anything addressed? No, they've made some very great, uh, nicely rounded points about this. It, it's, it's so amazing because obviously it feels epic when we're watching it in real time, but I haven't this is the first chance I've had to really analyze any of these things or hear analysis of it. And they're just reminding me just how great these matches were. And, and, and a sub point to that is, you know, we just, we had the draft, we were ready to go with the season and then COVID happened. And it's like, what happens to the Schmodown? The real bounce, the do you believe in miracles moment is the fact that this tournament had everybody wrapped to it in their houses uh, you know, uh, uh, under this whole thing, and it brought all this inspiration, and it really just made the schmo. It, the schmodown is not going to be stopped by anything. It is a it is a freight train, and it is barreling on to the epicness that it it, it deserves. Uh, but uh, you know, so COVID can't stop no schmodown, and this tournament was such a perfect example of it. Um, also, I was uh, I was on uh, Bobby Gucci's. Uh, uh, Twitter uh, Twitch show uh, shirtless with Winston Marshall and oh, a couple I of so, yeah, oh, really? I even got in on the action. I might oh, be doing that this week, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm intensely aware of that. Um, okay, so I think the real big thing is Ryan Kramer. It's like, whoa, oh, Adam was acting shifty when Alex mentioned it. Adam might be part of the Shmominati as well. Cue the next files theme. There you go. Okay, I don't even know what the X file theme is. Is it? Oh, that's exactly like that. I heard it. I recognize I've heard it. You know, you know, Jillian Anderson is most beautiful person on earth. So you know, let's. It's hummable, unlike the Frasier theme. It's just like Frasier. Oh, good lord! That's the whole other conversation as well. Okay, guys. Close statements. We are going to be we. Uh, like I said, with the um, 
the coin was in Alan's favor. So, and he deferred. So we started with Paul for this question. We're going to be ending with him as well. You do have 60 seconds on the clock to really finalize it, but you just want to remind you, you still have 60 seconds of, uh, sorry, 30 seconds potentially of the new, uh, of uninterrupted time, obviously, if you use or not use uh, your pleasure. Starting right now. Okay, right now. Well, you asked about what makes the miracle moment. Well, it's obvious that when you have a – I like baseball, so I'm a baseball fan. It's a pitching duel all the way through until the very end, until the who's going to break first, who's going to hit that walk-off home run in the ninth, or in this case, extra innings. You're going to the extra innings, Bob, in the ninth and two outs. Someone comes up, who's going to end this game? Who's going to be the one that breaks? And that's the one that hit it. When he hits that moment, he comes back. The challenge screen comes up. Christian Harloff comes back, and he goes – and your winner. <laughs> That's how we answered the challenge. And that was the moment where you go, yes, it's over. And you did a lot of one on. And you know what that means also? You couldn't have the Andrew Race match without this match. I drink the rest of my time. Mm, okay. <laughs> Milk the rest of your time. <clears throat> time okay all right over to you alan you have 60 seconds on I'll use the rest of his time if he if, uh, <laughs> if he <does. laughs> we can all just drink together um all right so it's important alan, you have 60 seconds as well starting now even though the question is best match we have to consider that it's part of the tournament and the match i chose was the final match that was deciding not just what the individual matches were but the entire thing and uh, Ace was behind from the first round. And in round one, as soon as he missed the question, it was like the answer was Han Solo and he said C-3PO. The chat basically says it's over because they are listening to what you're saying, PLD, and saying that we're, everyone's just going to get every question right from the beginning to the end. And he was behind uh, all four of those matches, but he stayed right behind him. And at the final moment, uh, he nailed his five-pointer. I didn't even know either of those five-pointers because they're so hard. He nailed his five-pointer. Watching Dimolanta after all the buildup from the very beginning, talking about how pissed off he was that people doubted him, watching him miss that question, not even attempt an answer, and then turn away was the intense finale. And Woo! And also them using their new additional time rule. Interesting, interesting. Okay, that wraps it up. Okay, you guys, like I mentioned before, you guys are the, the viewers that are watching this. The voters are the ones that are going to be determining who's going to walk away the best debater of all time when it comes to arguing about this, the Star Wars tournament. Uh, so, you guys, get better get over there and really let us know who, what you think. Should it be Go in vote. favor? Let us know who is the master debater here. Master debater, exactly. Or that joke is done every valid? episode, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was going to make a joke. It's called Snow Baits. Is, you know, I was figuring. What joke? Sorry, I, didn't, joke? I didn't make a joke. No. Uh, <laughs> no. I would never. I would never degrade the Snow Baits. Of course like not. That. Yeah, of course not. Absolutely not. Uh, you can go vote right there. It should be in the description box below. Um, so, but let us know who you think. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, we also, you guys have 10 minutes to so let us know in the meeting. In the meantime, we're just going to hang out and all that good stuff. Um, also, can Alan yeah. Smithy uh, uh, give me a, uh, uh, a little debate on which he prefers, uh, Hellraiser Bloodline or Burn Hollywood Burn? Ooh. Oh, well, doesn't uh, Eric Idle play me in Burn Hollywood Burn? And it was written by Joe Esterhouse, the writer. Uh, America's Joe Esterhouse, yes. yes. <laughs> master, he is a master debater. And um, 
And Hellraiser, no, I, I told PLD the other day that um, when you direct a Hellraiser movie, the Cenobites are real and they just hand you the cube and you summon the cast. And so that was the last time I'm going to mess with the Hellraiser franchise. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The movies summon themselves, right? You open the box and yeah. boom, you got a movie. Right. Pinhead's like, would you like me to shred more flesh? And I'm like, no, no. I said, Pat, mm-hmm. you're cool. So chill out. Too much flesh? Too much flesh for now? <laughs> Uh, I did direct Dune as well, but I directed like the miniseries version. I think you directed the TV version. Yeah, the TV version. The long one. David Lynch is like, I'm done with this. Like, get someone else to do this crap. You know? Imagine trying to get David Lynch into the CBS lot to re-edit Dune for TV airplay. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, I don't yeah. think so. I, I think do. I'm. I think I'm done with that. I already directed that movie. I'm not coming down to CBS Center for six weeks to try and add stuff back into the movie that you stole from me. (laughs) I make coffee now. Leave me alone. (laughs) Okay, so okay, I know we kind of, we only talked about three questions for this debate, obviously. Mm. Now, Mm. what are the questions that you guys want to see debated? I know, I know, Adam, you like mentioned in the chat the other day that (laughs) there are a million and one things you can really debate about this tournament as a whole. What other things did you want to see, you know, debated and talked about as well? Uh, I'm trying to remember which match it was in, but there was one, again, after Molly and I and all the challenges uh, in that, uh, which were all very different. I don't think they were, uh, those were, those were very interesting challenges on very interesting bases, (laughs) bases. But um, the, for example, the shuttle Tiderium versus Tiderium, Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that is not a worthy challenge. Uh, it wasn't a challenge. I know it was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but, but it made it obviously made a huge uh, difference in that match. Uh, but the, the very first question on that, in that one, which I know nobody wants to challenge the first question out of the box. And I know it's, I know, I know it's not Molly's style to do the challenge, but that was, that was in our, in our match. I think that was Sam. And like, she was kind of. T- surprised by that, um, right. and then and then I had to match that energy, even though I have to direct it in Molly. <laughs> but I'm like, it's really about Sam, but I'm I'm yelling at the camera. But uh, what was the first question in that one that one of them got wrong? Oh, uh, it was the uh, qu- it was wasn't it like singular instead of plural on something? They yeah. had put an it was, on the end of the word. But but yeah. it, uh, it's from Revenge of the Sith. And right, it was, it was um, absolutes, absolute, 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 yeah. Yes, only is- a, only a Sith believes in absolutes, absolutes. right? So, ab- only a Sith believes in absolute. Not only is that not the answer to that question, uh, but an absolute versus absolutes, what a Sith believes in, is very important to Revenge of the Sith. Well, yeah. Whereas Shadow Tidarium, you're choosing from how many Star Wars ships are there? 200? He got it right. Yeah. He could have said more than Falcon. That's definitely wrong. You know? I do want to mention we actually uh, we C two A we actually recently had Ace on recently for a called a action breakdown match where we kind of broke down his championship match. Oh, nice! And we went over it question by question, round by round. It oh, was fantastic. Cool. We uh, he, and he actually gave us that. his hot take when it comes to some of these challenges because we asked him. I was like, well, technically, how do, you, do is there any challenge you kind of wish you could have? you wish he had done to make it easier or soften the blow or whatever maybe. And he's like, no. Uh, well, it's like, it's, we asked him about absolute absolutes. We asked him, Terry, 
Birium un and everything. Yeah. And he's and like, see how those are very different. What yeah, did he well, say? He said yeah. his hot take, which I was like, whoa, uh, is that it's kind of funny how it is a hot take. Is that he's like they're close enough, yeah, where he it's clear they know the answer. So he would have never he would never challenge it. I have a so, question. Yeah. That's so it's kind of interesting, especially but as a tournament champion. Yeah. The equivalent would be if you said, What does Obi-Wan say when he says this? And the answer is only a Sith believes in absolute. Well, then you're close enough. But if the question is, What does he say that Sith uh, only a Sith believes in? And he only has to answer that one word and gets that wrong, that's a very different thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, which I love all the uh, tiny idiosyncrasies of the of Star Wars in that way. But. What oh, I'm yeah. hearing, though, overall, Adam, is that by definition, you have more killer instinct than Ace Cabrera does I because of your willingness to challenge those answers, mm. those questions. That's part of the game. It is part and of the Ace, game. And Ace and you doesn't do- have that killer instinct by extension, apparently. Oh. Well, I'll tell you what, if you go back, and I'll tell you why I have this uh, killer instinct is because uh, if you go back and watch a Bateman and Preston's match, <laughs> I should have stood up twice. I was too new to the showdown to do it, but I should have stood up twice and and called called a challenge from the crowd because of, of what was going on in that match. And that just I, after that, because I, I feel like I lost that match for Paul. <laughs> there were two great arguments to be made, and I was the only one to make them. Right. And I wasn't the manager. But meanwhile, before we we it, things have been reconfigured to be where they are now, where only the manager can call the challenge, and you can't have five people run up and start surrounding Christian, going, "No, no, look at this website," you know, um, which was you know that's all been changed now because that was a little more loosey goosey and, and part of the problem. But after that, I was just like, I, you know, so the question when when Molly answered the question, and we both got the. We both got points on it, but she didn't say the right words. I was like, that's it. I'm incensed. That's the wrong word. <laughs> I feel like that's like, man, more and more. Like Bateman did that against uh, when he challenged against Merle and challenged against everybody. He just knows that he can only oh, against Pollyanna. That's how yeah. he won the championship because he got, he was actually had a wrong answer and still <laughs> managed to talk him into getting a right answer. Oh, is that so? Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't know that much, but. Uh... Well, Bateman has a history of, um, and he's very vocal about it. And he he's one of those uh, competitors where he says he's confident in himself as a competitor enough mm-hmm. where he doesn't necessarily need a manager. He yeah. knows when to challenge. He knows how to challenge effectively. He knows how to, he's confident in his abilities to talk himself in or out of a situation if necessary. And I know a lot of competitors are not comfortable with that. Like I know video drew, she's also very vocal about how she is comfortable with that, but she likes having a manager. So she has one. Um, but what also by extension, what I'm hearing is Adam, do you low key just really want to be a manager? Is that what I'm hearing? Oh, I, I I may not be good enough at movie trivia. That may be <laughs> that may be a better option for me. I don't know. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. He's not going to be a competitor. He's going in for a manager next year. He's going into the draft. I I, I, I wouldn't have said uh, yes except for my appearance in in the match against Molly. I, I I do definitely come off more like a manager than a player in that match. <laughs> but you love being part of the dungeon, though, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, yeah. Kaiser's the manager. Yeah, no, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and I do love also in the match when when my manager comes up and he looks just like Walter Subcheck from the Basque. I'm like, <laughs> this is the best. This is the best faction. Two minutes remaining. Oh. It's, it's also better. 
it's also <laughs> it's also good to have a player who is knowledgeable in trivia enough. I mean, because we know some managers like Bobby Gucci, for example, aren't knowledgeable in trivia. So to have somebody who has the charisma to go, no, we got to challenge this because of that. Well, and in Star Wars, it's it's impossible for Especially. a manager to really be effective because. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because it comes down to the par- very parsed arguments I'm making, we're making here. And, and it's like, you could never expect a manager to, I mean, it's like for Star Wars matches, you're basically there for all the other encouragement, but making a challenge, I mean, the Tidarium, I mean, I'm sure right. Kaiser knew that word. I mean, I'm sure, you know, whoever knew that word, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam Levine doesn't know all the Star Wars stuff, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was what was funny about that challenge is it took Christian going. It, it's so funny uh, when you see a, a challenge not get called, but then you see Christian go. <laughs> and then Sam goes challenge. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the leading challenge. Basically. I mean, Sam didn't want to challenge. Christian either. was right to go. But it took that for Sam to go, uh, challenge? <laughs> challenge. <laughs> yeah, but, but Tom will kill everything. That's what I said before. Ace didn't want to challenge either for the same reason. Ace just was like, oh, he even said it was like, well, it's actually Kiati Monday, but I mean, I'll let it go. But I mean, it was like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's 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 interesting when to let it go and when not to let it go. I mean, I look back at my match and I'm like, I don't even recognize that guy. I'm like, hey, I turned into a crazy person instantly there. <laughs> hey, uh, Wit, would Stinky be an acceptable name for a Rada? Yes, it would. See, <laughs> I said that to Alex in a comment, and, and but they didn't know what Stinky. Or I think it was upon the question. So I could call him Stinky. That's in, so it's a yeah. Name. That that question was just who was in the ship. So Stinky right. was in the ship. Also, you know, or Rada or whatever. You know. Yeah, you could say Stinky. Absolutely. You could say Anakin, or you could say you know. Right. Annie. Annie. Yeah, right. <laughs> the midi chlorians, the wills are inside. Anakin, right? right, the wills. Yes. They call the Soka snips. <laughs> oh, I got a great theory on midi chlorians, by the way, but we'll, we'll save that for the, uh, for the <laughs> next time. Probate. I'm all in on it. <laughs> I did a lot of Star Wars studying, and you know, it's not just like st- I, I'm. I am not a list of words type studier. I I watch it and obsess on it the way I did when I was a kid, but in just studying for the match, you know, watching the movies and stuff, I was like, I came up with all kinds of new Star Wars observations. I was like, wow, I really haven't watched him at this level, but anyway. Absolutely. All right, you guys, you heard the yeah, time to go off. We yeah. have our answers. We are going to find out who's going to be a winner today and who's going to be an L-O-S-A-R. All right. Okay. So we are going to be diving into it and we have the votes in. So starting with Question number one, what was the most important challenge important in the Star Wars tournament? In the Star Wars tournament. No pressure. With 57% of the votes in favor of Demolanta versus Grimshaw. Oh. Congratulations, everyone. Congratulations. Dang. I mean, I think we're all winners here. We are all winners, definitely. That's just the first question, though. That's the first question. question. Absolutely. Not done yet. Question number three. Number three. Which is, what Star Wars tournament match will be nominated for Match of the Year? Match of the Year. In favor of 58% of the vote. Nailbiter. Demolosa versus Ace. (sighs) And our final question, moving to question number two. Who is the best Star Wars tournament promo by a competitor? 
Wait, I pointed the wrong way. I think uh, you're a competitor. Yeah, it's not the way you'd think. <laughs> Dude, get it together. With 58% of the votes, it is. Can that sucks backyard promo against Cabrera? Meaning oh. the winner tonight, sitting at 1 and 0, oh, is Paul Denuzio. I'm coming for you, Bateman. I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm you. coming Congrats. to get you. You killed it. You killed it. Good you. job. Great arguments here. This is very interesting. Kept me on my yeah. toe there. You definitely kept me on my toes. And your winner. Yes. You guys, uh, congratulations to Paul and Alan. We're going to be chatting with you in a hot second, but we're going to be uh, uh, taking you off the screen for just a minute there. Paul, how you feeling, my dude? Oh, good, because I'll come clean now. Um, I was able to jump first and get my round three answer first. I oh. took I took Damon versus Scrimshaw, or uh, Demolana versus Scrimshaw. When Alan took the other one, I went back and rewatched it. I went, oh, fuck, I should have taken that <laughs> one. <laughs> so I think Alan actually had the better chance. I would have voted for him too, to be honest with you. And I was after the fact. So I had to, still had to craft my answer and try to do as well as I can. But I had a lot of fun. I love talking Star Wars. You know that. I love that. You? No. Crazy. I just love that both answers in each one of these cases had a good point. You know, yes. like that's how thick this Star Wars tournament was. And I got to be a part of it. I can't believe it. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so just sit around and watch this one happen. Absolutely. Well, you, I mean, obviously you're no stranger to debating. You're no stranger to Star Wars, talking Star Wars and all that good stuff as well. And now in the future, who would you love to go up against and debate against, you know, in the future? Ooh, well, there's a lot out there I'd love to go. I mean, of course, the goal is to face Bateman for the belt, but I know a of long course. way from that. But if you, want to- if you win two, if you win two matches, you are guaranteed a spot in the uh, in Next the tournament. championship. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah in the tournament. Absolutely, okay. towards, towards the end of the year. So. Okay. Yeah, you got to win the next one. Okay. But who would you like to go up against in the future? Uh, let me see. We have a lot of great people out there. A lot of great people. Um, I'd always go be up for a uh, chilled action civil war. Little Danielle Ramirez. I would love that, but she'd also kick your ass, considering wow. her record. Oh, I know. I say that with all the love in the world because she is sitting at three and one, and you're you are right. sitting at one and zero. Oh, so I'm calm yourself. Okay. I do. I'm calm yourself, that. considering your record. I will face um, anybody, anytime. Anybody, anytime, anywhere. Anytime, anywhere. All right. Like it's the old well, 24 7 WWE rule. I could be out in the parking lot. I could be in my work. I could be uh, in church. You, you pull the screen up, I'll be ready to go. All right. Well, I dig it. I dig it. All right. Well, for future reference as well, where can we find you and everything you're doing, everything you're working on as well? Oh, God. Okay. Uh, chilled action with Danny every Monday. Next Monday, we have Eric Zipper on. Uh, you can also find oh. me. That'd be a good one. That's one. Uh, action Industries. I run the Ben Babin and Andrew Guy's Patreon. So patreon.com slash team action. And I do class action on that show with Richard Eric Jarvey this Sunday at 9 p.m. Pacific. We're joining, joined by Ben Bateman, uh, counting down the top five Tony Scott movies. <gasps> oh, oh, man. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I will. I'll yield the remainder of my, oh, man. <laughs> and finally, I did open up PLD Projects, and that'll be done soon. We're going to be entering the Harris Don soon, where I go through every movie that Ed Harris has been in and make you love him like I do. So. Ah, that's great. That's awesome. He goes through these movie phases where he watches every single movie done by this, off, by this actor or director. Oh, he, so he goes through, great. like, 
So by so he watched in order, right? Of release in order. Of release. Uh, that's so rewarding. I love doing that. Watching the filmography, and then you're like, and then I mean, it's like I remember I did I did Woody Allen all yep. in like uh, two weeks or something like that, and just suddenly he's doing black and white movies, and that's what they they just were black and white for like yeah. seven or eight years. And you're like, wow, <laughs> and then done with that. <laughs> I love seeing how it all yeah. came out. I just did it. Yeah. I just did Tony Scott for, because of the class action thing. I just did Tony Scott. I love seeing where he. Dude, what's from. your thoughts on Domino? Oh, Domino! I love Domino. It's a crazy. Uh, it's jet, insane. It's, it's so weird. Successor to True Romance in a way, the Fever Dream kind of like. Yeah, here. I love it so much. But, but it always seems like as crazy as Tony Scott wants to go, something holds him down to earth. But not then. Not Someone cut all the strings, and they're just like, "Do what I want." It's like Natural Born Killers. It's like Oliver Stone going, "I'm going nuts. I got ideas. I'm just going to do them all." Exactly what this was. <laughs> love the whole thing. Ending sequence. Ah, oh, so good. I can't wait to talk oh, about so it. So good. Well, I cannot wait to hear more about uh, your Tony Scott reviews and all that good stuff that you post so religiously on the tweeters and the tweetums. All right. But thank you so much. We are going to go ahead and take you off and bring up the director, Alan Smithy. What's up, my dude? How are you feeling? Hello. Good. Hey, I'm director I'm of just... Birds too. I love this. Oh, I was going to say that. Yes, the Birds sequel. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock didn't do it right, so I had to come in and fix it. But anyway, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Domino was written by Richard Kelly, the director of Donnie Darko, who's yeah. basically what? permanently in director jail now and may never get out again. We'll see. Why? Uh, he made Southland Tales, which was a very expensive bomb, and it was very pretentious. And then he made The Box, which was like a Twilight Zone episode. Oh, uh, that's the, the, the like Cameron Diaz best. and James Marsden, right? And yeah. um, oh, wait, right. uh, what's his face that played Sauron? Is it Langella? Yeah. Yeah. Langella. yeah. yeah. And oh, he, no, sorry, not, he didn't play Saruman. Never mind. Forget me. Oh, yeah. Sorry. How, how right. genius I'm is the, the wrong dude entirely? <laughs> it's amazing how forward thinking the uh, cast of Southland Tales is, though. He looks like a genius in retrospect. You're like, oh, yeah. put the rock, put the, um, uh, what's his face? Oh, John uh, William Scott's in there, some Saturday Night Live people in there. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, Justin Timberlake, like before oh, anybody okay. was putting Justin Timberlake or the rock in right. a movie, they're both in one movie. It's, Right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Ben. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you are currently, you know, technically sitting at O and one, you know, with but thing is, I, I, I think you're one of those amazing people that, you know, can debate, you know, oil from a thing of butter. So, you know, I feel All like right. you know, I, I need to have you back <laughs> on. Absolutely. Is there anyone in the future you would love to debate? Oh, boy. Well, I'd love to go all the way to get Ben Bateman, but that's yeah. just like setting the sights at the maximum height, you know, so you can uh, try yeah, to get there. And I've at least debated in front of uh, Ben. So, mm-hmm. you know, he knows that I was uh, I lost, but that's OK. You know? <laughs> anyway. But I'd love to be back. And I'm really thank you guys for having me on. And PLD, if you're still watching, I was proud to debate such a popular guy in the showdown. So. Paul is like low key one of the most beloved people in Schmodown. It's not even, you're not even kidding. He's oh, up yeah. there with Eric and everyone for sure. All right. Yeah. But overall, as well, where can we find you and do catch up and check out whatever you're doing as oh, well? Oh, well, uh, I have a pseudonym, uh, uh, Ryan G. Chandler One on Twitter. And uh, you can always check out my IMDb page with The Birds 2 and all those other kind of wonderful yeah. films on there. Yeah. So I hear I- you're working on an underworld movie. Oh boy, more of those. Dude, I love Underworld. Hold your tongue, okay? Are we going to or are we recasting? What's going on? You know, so. 
they're so ridiculous. I love it. I really do. She's got to be in it. That, that's yeah. so funny. She just stopped doing movies except for those. <laughs> right. Except to think like, no, nah, this is my thing now. Yeah. That's it. It's and that's all like, I do. It's like Mila no, Jovovich no, with the Resident did, Evil uh, movies. Yeah, right? No, she yeah. did Love and Friendship for Amazon. Oh, oh that's, that's true. That's pretty recently though, right? No, that no, that was like released like maybe a decade oh. ago or something. Or like at least like, like a, five, a eight witch. years ago or something. I think that's a Whit Stillman movie. He was like oh, a yeah, Metropolitan or something. I just like wonder what happened to him. Yeah, Metropolitan, Barcelona. Well, he made a period film. This is a, his period version of the same kind of movies that he used to make. So. Last yeah, Days well, of Disco. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I will also be watching the Before trilogy. That's something I have to do in the future. So yes, that was okay. Check that, it out. that was my pick uh, for uh, Alan and I. We were recently on a general's debate, which... I won somehow, <laughs> but the question was, uh, what is the best movie trilogy of all time? Mm-hmm. And so Alan chose the original Star Wars trilogy. Someone chose the Sergio Le- Leone uh, ah, trilogy. trilogy so, yeah. yeah, someone chose uh, oh, the Dark Knight trilogy. And I chose the Before trilogy. Oh, what a diverse picks! <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I want to hear that debate. Yeah, it was like really intense. So definitely wow. check it out. It's really cool. That's um, such a yeah. diverse uh, picks there. That's awesome. It, oh, yeah. it got really intense. It was a fun time for sure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So we're going to check out your IMDb page, absolutely, oh, yeah. and uh, check out on Twitter and all those good places. Um, and also, I also included links to all the socials and everyone and everyone uh, down below in the description box. If you just don't want to type it out, you just want to be like, click, copy and paste. When bam. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. And I'll let me go ahead and thank bring you up. Yeah. All right, Paul, uh, Alan, and lastly, Adam, where can we find you with all your amazing nests and every single thing that you're doing and all that good stuff? Adam. Who first? Oh, me. Um, uh, well, I go to the uh, movieguys.net, uh, movieguys on Facebook, movieguys on uh, Twitter. That's where Paul and I put out all of our uh, wacky uh, little experiments. Uh, we recently did a sports commentary to the entire movie Star Wars. Oh, uh, and right. the entire movie. Uh, and so that's on our Vimeo page uh, or our uh, or subscribe to our podcast feed as well if you just want to listen to it and sync it up yourself. But uh Yes, oh, yes. Thank you for, so yeah, and and we're always coming up with other uh, wacky ideas. We just we just came up with one that uh, we're gonna try and shoot uh, at the end of the month that'll be coming up uh, sometime, probably at the end of the month or next month. That's uh, pretty funny. It's our first uh, our first in Schmodown parody. Well, I guess not. We already did the Star Wars with action figures. Anyway, free for all with action figures. Free for all with action figures. So, but uh, we're we're planning oh. another parody, another in universe parody. I'm excited now. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun. All so, right, keep your eyes open. Subscribe to all that stuff, and and so you, cool. you know, get alerts and everything because we uh, we do some fun stuff. Definitely. You're so cool. Absolutely. Um, I'm Alex Mag, part of the Cold Action Crew. You can find me on Twitter right there if you like. If if not, cool as well. But I host Schmobates every single Wednesday at 9.37 Troll. So thank you so much for hanging out with us today. And always and- with this much energy. Yeah, always. Always. all day, every day. Blaine, you, oh, yeah. you don't get a half Alex. You get a full Alex whenever you tune in. Look at that. There's her secrets. 
Mm-hmm. It's my super brew, cold brew coffee. That's it right there. Ooh, all right. <laughs> that, oh, that stuff will get you going. That is rocket oh, fuel. <laughs> boy, it does. <laughs> yeah, but you can uh, tweet out every single Wednesday where we argue and debate do the TED on all things Schmodown. So, but also, hey guys, I we just wrapped up the tournament and I am actively looking for competitors to really come on the show and debate in the future for these Schmodown questions. So if that's something you're really into, uh, shoot us a tweet, uh, you know, send us a message and we'd really appreciate you and we'll get you on the list. And who knows, I might end up DMing you to asking you to come on Schmobates sometime for sure. Okay. Um, yeah. Like, subscribe, uh, check us out on Facebook. We have a Facebook page for the Call Duction Facebook page, and you can get t shirts and stuff as well. All that good stuff. Nice. Like subscribe here. And if you yeah. like subscribing, nice. like, subscribe. Yeah, all right. like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Comment all this stuff too. Yeah, bunch of stuff. Bunch of. I like liking things. Actually, (laughs) actually, that's literally true. I just, I, I, there are maybe five movies I would call bad, and one whose name I refuse to even say. But that's it. The rest I think are pretty good. I'm the same way you are. I would actively love to dive into that with you in the future. All right, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us today, and you guys keep fighting. You know, for good reasons. Movie.